Welcome to Catholic Moms in the Middle, a podcast for midlife moms who want to live their lives in a way that creates a legacy of faith, hope, and love. In this show, I will equip and encourage you to become the person you were created to be by discovering your identity as a beloved daughter of God. This discovery allows you to live your unique God-given purpose to bring hope, joy, and healing to those around you. My goal is to help you encounter the love of the Father, to find healing and transformation through the Holy Spirit so that you can courageously magnify Christ in your marriage, with your children, in your communities, and with everyone you encounter in your daily life. Hey friends, I'm Jenny Gwen, and this is Catholic Moms in the Middle. It is so hard to believe that we are beginning Lent this week. It seems like it was just yesterday that we put away our Christmas tree and our Christmas decorations. Ash Wednesday opens the door to a season of looking within our hearts and souls to find the habits, the sins, the actions, whatever it is that separates us from God the Father. It is a time to journey through the desert. It's a time of preparation and to grow deeper in our relationship with God. Recently, I have been reflecting on the Blessed Mother's act of pondering things in her heart. Several times in Scripture, we hear that Mary treasured all of these things and she pondered them in her heart. The word ponder has been coming to me. So I began to wonder what it means to ponder something. The definition of ponder is to think about something carefully, especially before reaching a conclusion. It also means to appraise or to judge the worth of something. Now, pondering isn't really just thinking. It's more than that. It means to meditate and think deeply, often upon the scriptures or other things of God. When pondering is combined with prayer, the pondering may bring more revelation and insight into God's plan and what is happening in your life. Pondering is deeper than regular thought. And I think that it's similar to the word discernment. So pondering and discernment are very similar. It requires more focus and effort. It is very active. It's not passive. It's an action that you're taking as you're thinking and reflecting. And also as you're inviting the Holy Spirit into that pondering as you begin to explore God's plan and your relationship with Him and just what the meaning of your life is. For me, it always helps to be alone in silence when I'm pondering. Pondering could be thinking about the life of Jesus and then how it applies to your life, taking the the lessons of Jesus, the words that he shared with others, and applying them to your own life. About 14 years ago, I made a Curcio weekend. Now, I'm going to stop right here, and I'm going to put in a quick plug for Curcio. If you haven't made a weekend, or if you don't know about it, check with your church or in your diocese to learn more. We have a beautiful Curcio community here in Nashville. 
We, my husband and I have been a part of the community for years now, and we have met some of the most amazing people, faith-filled people who have inspired us, who've encouraged us. And being a part of this Curcio community, I think Gary and I would both agree that it has strengthened our faith and we have grown together, not only personally, but in our marriage and with others. So I highly recommend you check out Curcio. After I made that Curcio weekend, the very next time they had weekends, I served on a service team. And the service team supports the, the weekend behind the scenes. During that weekend, the service team spends lots of time in prayer praying for the leaders and the candidates that they encounter God in a new and profound way. As part of our prayer one day, we prayed the Stations of the Cross. Now, the Curcio in Nashville is held at a beautiful camp called Camp Marymount, and the Stations of the Cross are lined up in the woods. And so the group of us on the service team, we went out to pray the Stations, and we use the Stations of the Cross by Richard Fury. They are the stations with Mary, the mother of Jesus. Now, I, as a cradle Catholic, have prayed the Stations of the Cross my whole entire life. I can remember as a student at St. Edward praying them during Lent. Our teacher would take us in and we would walk around the church and we would pray each station. And then as a teacher, each year during Lent, I would take my students in and we would walk again around the church and pray each of the stations. But I want to tell you, this experience was different. The stations that we prayed on that Curcio weekend were from the perspective of the Blessed Mother. And it was so, so powerful. Each station begins with the Blessed Mother's view of what is happening to her son. It's her view of what she sees her son is enduring on his walk. You can feel the emotion that she had in her heart. At the end of each one of the stations, the author has her replying, I knew this had to be, so I walked on silently. I knew this had to be, so I walked on silently. Over and over again, we hear that she watched her son suffer. She watched him be abused and tortured as she simply followed him and walked on silently. Now, you can find this book by Richard Fury at most Catholic bookstores. Um, if you're in Nashville, be sure to go down to St. Mary's. I highly recommend adding it to your Lenten study this year. Even if you just read one of the stations each day and then ponder them in your heart. As a mother, my heart breaks for what the Blessed Mother endured as she followed Jesus to his crucifixion. So as we move towards Lent, I want to lead you today in a reflection to look at the letters in the word cross, C-R-O-S-S. They are a reminder that Lent is about the cross, the cross that Jesus carried and was nailed to for you and I. But as we look at it, let's look at the cross from the eyes of his mother, Mary. 
All right, the C and cross is a reminder for us to connect with Christ. It is so easy to get caught up in the busyness of daily tasks and to miss Christ's presence in the everyday, ordinary aspects of life. God is always with us. We are the ones who tend to wander away from Him. When we feel lost or we feel like our prayers are going unanswered or maybe we're searching for something, it is usually us who have turned our backs on God and we're searching for Him, but we're searching for it in the wrong places. The Blessed Mother saw goodness in her son's heart. The love and compassion that he felt towards others, she feels that same compassion too. She saw his desire to bring healing and hope to the broken and lost. So not only did the Blessed Mother walk with him to the cross, she also walked with him as he traveled around healing and preaching and sharing the good news. She saw firsthand the physical healings and transformations that occurred as people encountered her son. As people connected with her son, she saw the miracles that could happen. So I want to read to you the fourth station out of the book, Mary, the Mother of Jesus, the Stations of the Cross book by Richard Fury. The fourth station is Jesus meets his grieving mother. I managed to break through the crowd and was walking side by side with my son. I called to him through the shouting voices. He stopped. Our eyes met, mindful of tears of anguish, his full of pain and confusion. I felt hopeless. I felt helpless. Then his eyes said to me, Courage. There is a purpose for this. As he stumbled on, I knew he was right. So I followed and prayed silently. After the Blessed Mother's perspective in this book, there's also a little reflection. Lord Jesus, forgive me the, forgive me the many times our eyes met and I turned mine away. Forgive me the times things did not go my way and I let everyone know about it. Forgive me the times I brooded over little inconveniences or became discouraged and did not heed your call to courage. Yes, Lord, our eyes have met many times, but fruitlessly. So this is a great reminder that it's so important to connect with Jesus Just like the Blessed Mother, sometimes all it takes is looking into the eyes of Jesus, sitting in the pews at church and looking up at that crucifix and looking into the eyes of Jesus so that you can connect with Christ. So the C and cross stands for connect with Christ. The R in cross stands for reflect. Another word for reflect is ponder. Like I shared earlier, there were so many times that the Blessed Mother was uncertain about why things were happening or even what was happening and how it worked in God's plan. I can only imagine how she had to just remind herself that she was trusting in God. As things began to unravel and the things that she saw, she had to constantly reflect 
on God's love and God's plan. Mary pondered all of these things, and in her pondering, her resolve to trust in the Lord was strengthened. In the face of adversity and suffering, she continued to trust the Lord. As she walked alongside Jesus, she felt the pain in her heart as people ignored or sought to bring him harm. All right, I want to read to you station number nine. Jesus falls the third time. The fall of Jesus was agony to me. This is from the Blessed Mother. Not only had he fallen on the rocky ground again, but now he was almost at the top of the hill of the crucifixion. The soldiers screamed at him and abused him, almost dragging him the last few steps. My heart pounded as I imagined what they would do to him next, but I knew this had to be. So I climbed the hill silently behind him. The Reflection My loving Jesus, I know that many times I have offered my hand to help people, but when it became inconvenient or painful to me, I left them, making excuses for myself. Help me, Lord, to be like your mother Mary and never take my supporting hand away from those who need it. I often place myself on the road to Calvary and wonder if I was standing in the crowd at that time. Would I be calling for Jesus to be crucified? Or would I be strong enough to stand up and be recognized as one of his followers? Have you ever thought about that? Would I link arms with the Blessed Mother and console her as her son is condemned to death? Or would I run and hide? I hope it would be the first. But how often now do I find myself betraying him with a lukewarm faith or placing other priorities ahead of him or my prayer time? Pondering Christ's passion through the eyes of his mother opens your heart to develop a deeper love for the one who gave his life as a sacrifice for all of us. As you pray the Stations of the Cross, Ask God to open your heart and mind to experience them in new and profound ways so that you can see them through the eyes of his mother. So the C is for connect with Christ and the R is for reflect on the life of Christ. The O in cross stands for offer it up. How many times have you heard that phrase, when something goes wrong or you are enduring some sort of suffering, you have that person who will say, just offer it up. The Catechism of the Catholic Church gives us a basis in which to understand the theological foundation for offering it up. The cross is the unique sacrifice of Christ, the one mediator between God and men, 1 Timothy 2. But because in his incarnate divine person, he has in some way united himself to every man, the possibility of being made partners in a way known to God in the paschal mystery is offered to all men. A relationship with Christ doesn't guarantee that life will be easy and problem-free. We see that from the time that Mary gave her yes to God she suffered alongside her son. This is a reminder to you and I that a relationship with Christ does not mean that life will always be easy or trouble-free, 
But a relationship with Christ guarantees that you will be given the strength to endure whatever comes your way. Jesus suffered and died on the cross to save you from your sins. When you offer up your pain and suffering, you are uniting your pain and suffering with Jesus, with the suffering of Jesus, with the suffering of his mother. And now I want to read to you, I want to share with you the 12th station. Jesus dies on the cross. What greater pain is there for a mother than to see her son die right before her eyes? I, who had brought the Savior into the world and watched him grow, stood helplessly beneath his cross as he lowered his head and died. His earthly anguish was finished, but mine was greater than ever. Yet this had to be, and I had to accept it, so I stood by and I mourned silently. The Reflection By Jesus, have mercy on me for what my sins have done to you and to others. I thank you for your great act of love. You have said that true love is laying down your life for your friends. Let me always be your friend. Teach me to live my life for others and not to fail you again. So, during the day, unite your sufferings with Jesus. Unite them with Jesus' sufferings on the cross. You don't have to offer up just big things, but offer up the little things, the little annoyances or problems that you face throughout your day. You can offer up your daily task at work and at home, no matter how mundane they may seem. It's important to remember that God wants it all. He wants to be a part of all of our life, every single part of our life. Offer up your successes, your joys, gratitudes, and all of the happy moments too. Offer it all up. So the C stands for connect with Christ. The R stands for reflect on the life of Christ. And the O stands for offer it up. Now, the first S in cross is for sacrifice. Just saying the word sacrifice can create discomfort. But Lent is a time where we look at our hearts to see what we need to let go of to make more room for Christ. Sacrifices can come in many different forms. The Blessed Mother watched her son be sacrificed for you and I. And I am sure she pondered his suffering and death that it was hard to make sense of why this had to happen. So her sacrifice was our sacrifice. Even in the pain and misunderstanding, she stood by and prayed silently as her son was nailed to the cross. The Blessed Mother loved God so much that she was willing to sacrifice her son to save the world. This is the 11th station. Jesus is nailed to the cross. As they threw Jesus on the cross, he willingly allowed himself to be nailed. As they punctured his hands and his feet, I felt the pain in my heart. Then they lifted up the cross. There he was, my son, whom I loved so much, being scorned as he struggled for the last few moments of earthly life. But I knew this had to be, so I stood by and prayed silently. The Reflection 
Lord, what pain you endured for me and what pain your mother went through, seeing her only son die for love of me, yet both of you and she are ready to forgive me as soon as I repent of my sin. Help me, Lord, to turn away from my sinfulness. Okay, we're almost to the end. C stands for connect with Christ. R stands for reflect on Christ. O stands for offer it up. And the S stands for sacrifice. The final S in cross is for sin. You know that thing in life that we don't like to talk about? It's sin. Sin is the reason that Jesus suffered and died on the cross. It is the reason that God sent his son into the world for our salvation. Since Adam and Eve, sin has been a normal part of human life. It is so easy to believe that your sins are too big or that they're unforgivable. But friends, Jesus took every one of those sins to the cross. His mother walked beside him the entire way and watched him suffer and die on the cross so that you and I could be forgiven. There's no sin that's too big or too small that can separate you from God's love. Lent is an opportunity to acknowledge your sins. So make time for the sacrament of reconciliation. Allow your sin to bring you closer to God by humbly confessing and then letting God heal your heart and soul. The sacrament of reconciliation is one of healing. I want to share with you the 13th station. Jesus is taken from the cross. The crowd had gone. The noise had stopped. I stood quietly with one of Jesus's friends and looked up at the dead body of our Savior, my son. Then two men took the body down from the cross and placed it in my arms. A deep sorrow engulfed my being. Yet I also felt deep joy. Life had ended cruelly for my son, but it had also brought life to all of us. I knew this had to be, and I prayed silently. Lord, your passion has ended, yet it still goes on whenever I choose sin over you. I have done my part in your crucifixion, and now, my Savior, I beg your forgiveness. With all my heart, Help me to live a life worthy of you and your mother. So remember, C is for connect with Christ. R is for reflect on the passion of Christ. O is for offer it up. S is sacrifice for Christ. And the next S is for sin. Allow yourself to be restored through reconciliation. As you travel through the desert this Lent, spend time pondering the life of Jesus. Like the Blessed Mother, imagine yourself walking with Him. As He heals, restores, and shares the love of His Father, walk beside Him. Allow that same healing and restoration to fall over you. As Mary makes the painful journey to Calvary following her son, walk with her. Allow yourself to be open to her mother's heart, her pain, but most importantly, the strength that she showed, the faith that she had in God's plan, not only for her life, but for her son's life. 
let that strength equip and encourage you for whatever you're facing in your life. The goal of Lent is to prepare for the greatest holy day of the year, Easter, the resurrection. It is at the resurrection that the Blessed Mother was finally able to see God's plan come to life. After years of pondering difficult and painful situations, her yes to God and her faith and dedication to Jesus was revealed on the greatest day, the day that all of her pain and suffering was redeemed. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for the gift of your Son. We thank you for the beautiful role model that we have in the Blessed Mother. And Mary, we just ask that you wrap each and every one of us in your mantle of protection, that you take our hands and you guide us as you walk beside your Son, that you help us to walk through any pain or suffering just like you did, pondering all of the things in your heart. We can ponder the love of Jesus. We can ponder your sacrifice as a mother. Mary, we ask that you share your strength with us and that you walk with us and help us to grow closer to your son. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, friends, until we meet again, go out and magnify Christ in your little corner of the world. God bless. To learn more about my ministry for midlife women, go to catholicmomsinthemiddle.com and be sure to check out Magnify, my online community for women, where you will grow deeper in your faith. You'll find inner healing in areas where you have struggled for years, and you'll be equipped and encouraged to become the person God has called you to be so that you can go out and magnify Christ in the world. The music for this podcast was written by Sean Williams, Catholic composer and musician. You'll find more of Sean's original music at musicbyshawnwilliams.com. That is music by S-H-A-W-N, williams.com. 